Well, Beef and Lamb New Zealand has a new chair. Her name is Kate Ackland, the first woman to hold the role. She's got a very impressive CV. Kate, uh, good afternoon. Welcome to the country. Congratulations on your new role. Were you sad to see your predecessor, Andrew Morrison, go? Oh, look, thanks, Sammy. Yes, of course I was uh, sad to see Andrew go. I mean, he was a lot of fun around the board table. Um, But, you know, I'm really excited about taking on the job and I'm so humbled to serve the industry. There's a mood for change, and that's probably why Andrew went in the end. He paid the price. Have uh, Beef and Lamb New Zealand, Dairy NZ, uh, farming advocacy groups been a bit soft in dealing with the government? Oh, look, I think we've been quite strategic. And, I mean, you've got to remember, we're operating under some pretty challenging times. You know, it's, it's tough out there for farming, and it's tough out there for farming advocacy. And I think really what we've seen is just lots of frustration in recent times about, you know, the scale and pace of government regulation. You know, so we're really clear that our job is to try and make that change manageable so that farmers have got the tools to stay you know, productive and profitable. But I think it, there's a mode for change. But I, I would say, look, a lot of that is just, you know, the cumulative impact of all those sort of layers of regulation that are coming on us. A tidal wave of regulation. Talk to me about your background, because you and your husband, David, uh, farm Mount Summers Station, 30,000 stock units, that's a big operation, mixture of sheep, beef and deer, as well as an 850 cow dairy unit. You literally, Kate, have a finger in every agricultural pie. Well, we do like diversification, but you, we've got we've got enough to keep us busy. That's true. So you're a native of Taranaki. How did you end up with a mid Canterbury farmer? So I went down to Lincoln uh, after I finished school and studied winemaking, and ended up setting up a winery and vineyard up in Marlborough. And then, you know, as you do in your twenties, you go to lots of parties all over the show. So that's how I ended up with a mid Canterbury farmer. I see you've got a master's degree in applied science majoring in farm management consultancy from Lincoln University and that follows on from your bachelor's degree in viticulture. What have you done between then and now? So well obviously set up Sugarloaf Winery down in Marlborough uh, and then I was there for a few years and then uh, moved to the farm. So I've been fairly busy uh, just farming, having three children. We've got three primary school age kids. Um, so still got the winery and the farm. Uh, we've got you know, a wool blanket operation, you know, honey operation. So plenty going on. Um, and then, of course, I've been the associate director on Beef and Land back in 2018. And I guess that's what really got me involved in the organisation and made me realise how important it was. Kate, news out today from Fonterra, and no doubt you've caught up with this one, dropping that milk forecast price by 20 cents down to a midpoint of 8.30. No real surprise there. That's where the rest of the market's kind of sitting. But I put it to you as a, as a sheep and beef farmer and a dairy farmer and a person with interest in all sorts of other uh, farming or agricultural or primary sector pies, this is going to be a tough winter for farmers because a lot of them are going to be smacked and smacked hard by interest rates. Oh, look, it's it's um, absolutely tough. And then someone asked me this morning, what keeps you up at night? And I said, well, apart from my interest rates, um, it, it is just, like I said before, the um, the scale and the pace of the, the regulation that's coming at us on top of what is a really, really tight time on farm. You know, I mean, we, like lots of farmers, we, we only bought the family farm six years ago. So, you know, we're, we are feeling it. Is it time for our advocacy groups? like Beef and Lamb New Zealand, to take a tougher stance against government policy and regulation. And I look at 
I look at the support that Groundswell's getting, and there is a message there, I think, for our advocacy groups. Yeah, well, look, I think, Jamie, it's really important to remember that being inside the tent or at the table when, when it comes to advocacy is not the end goal. Like, being inside the tent is a means to secure the best possible outcome for farmers. And so you know, I strongly believe that, that right at the minute, being inside the tent is where we can best influence those outcomes. You know, and when you talk about something like Hewaka Rekinawa, we've been really clear the whole time that if we're not going to get the results we need, we, we of course, will walk away. You know, we will not agree to a deal that disproportionately impacts our farmers. But, but right now, I think uh, staying there and continuing to negotiate and push hard for the right outcomes is the place for us to be. All right, if you don't get those right outcomes, maybe it's time to get outside the tent and pull the tent pegs out. Yeah, look, and we've been clear that that's, that's where we'll be. But, but right now... I think just just staying there and, and pushing on is, is where we'll be. But I mean, of course, we've had a lot of feedback and a lot of remits uh, come through from farmers this week. So once we see where those land, we'll certainly um, spend some time, uh, you know, considering those, listening to farmers, and, and actually making a plan as well. Kate Acklin, new chair of Beef and Lamb New Zealand, the first woman to hold the role. Thank you very much for your time today on the country, and congrats. Thanks, Jamie.